I was coming back from Phoenix, uh, driving. Yeah. And um, the I didn't realize it until uh, we were on the road, but I Interstate 11. Yes, they just opened that. I was on it the, when they just opened. Oh, it. yeah, is they that right? lit. Uh, yeah, yeah, like as, Thursday as or something. Far, yeah. Yes, exactly. As far as we could tell, that I believe the gates just opened before we got there, because the other direction wasn't yeah. even open yet. They were still clearing it, and because they had a they had a uh, parade and yeah, a, yeah. a whole ribbon cutting. But uh, we we literally were there right then as they let people through, and it's wonderful. Yeah, oh, it's wonderful. Now I I believe it's arguable. But I believe uh, coming in from Phoenix using Interstate 11 uh, is longer by minutes uh, in the time it takes to get to the same spot. However, uh, it's a pleasure and there is no uh, there is no stoppage. Uh, I thought uh, as we were watching it happen and going down 11 and beautiful asphalt, asphalt uh, and, and, you know, and we thought, oh, okay, I see where it's going to stop. And it's usually at that bottleneck, you know, where, where the uh, casino is, where the hotel casino. Yeah. Uh, and it isn't. Uh, it, it, it just kind of just slowly curves around. You're now parallel to the road that, that, that you can go into the hotel casino there. And, uh, and then you just continue right into town. Nice. It really is fantastic. Yeah. Now, I had, now according to NDOT, right, Nevada Department of Transportation, is supposed yeah. to save 30 minutes. Not going to Phoenix, but right. going, going, to, going down to, you know, because you can bypass Boulder City. Yes, yeah. and you do. You bypass all that stuff. I mean, Boulder City is this little, you know, hole in the wall speed yeah. trap. Anyway, yeah. I don't understand. However, there is a special exit for the hotel casino there, the the hacienda. Yes, um, uh, but but I don't understand. Everybody tells me that Boulder and Boulder City are thrilled this is happening. But I don't understand that because why would the infrastructure be thrilled that they're diverting people yeah. away? Yeah, now, Norman Bates wasn't happy when they moved it, right? I mean, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They moved, the, they opened the highway, and they're they won his business. Yeah, I, so I, I don't know why everybody's happy about this. We're happy as 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 residents of Las Vegas, um, as that we can bypass all that crap. Yeah, I mean, it was wonderful when we were able to bypass going, you know, serpentining down into the in, into and then back out of the Hoover Dam area. Yeah. Although yeah. that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. Um, but now the whole thing is bypassed. You come from Phoenix, go right around everything, and you pop right onto the freeway. I mean, it, it, we were we you take you get on the 11, and before you know it, you're you're on the 215. I mean, it's it was amazing, amazing. Wow. But I had never experienced a new road in that fashion. You're always you know they fix the potholes or they make a new road or yeah. or this god awful you know freeway extension they're doing here. Uh, but you, I've never been on a road where, where you know, they, okay, now you can use it, you know. And yeah, and you're wondering, mm-hmm. do, do I need to turn back? Is this road lead anywhere, <laughs> right, exactly. right? Exactly. Is it just going to exactly. end and that there's going to be a exactly. cliff? Gonna go yeah. off? Well, maybe the residents who live there are happy not to have the congestion. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the businesses that rely on tourist trade right. or rely on the gas stations, uh, little restaurants, whatever, um, maybe they're saying, hey, you know, and maybe it'll be a while till they till they feel the the pinch. Right, right. But uh, John, it's episode seventy five. Uh, it's a it's it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, twenty five more to a hundred. Uh, for those of you who have tuned in and downloaded and streamed or whatever you're doing, um, uh, stay tuned to to the end. Uh, we we might have a little bit of a a teaser for what's coming up on episode. 100 for John and uh, and, and myself and hopefully Julia 
but also uh, another little tease for our uh, the newest in the Pod Bay Door Network. It is the Invisible Maybe. Uh, it is. Uh, I, I invite you to go to iTunes or uh, theinvisiblemaybe.com, and you will hear uh, sort of a, a new teaser trailer for that. That'll sort of sort of explain what it is. Uh, but if you love uh, if you love foods and vegan living and politics and movies and culture and travel, tech and gadgets, and things that work and things that don't. Uh, uh, definitely check us out. Uh, it, uh, I'll have more information in, in the coming weeks. We're producing that now, but uh, uh, go to theinvisiblemaybe.com, and you will see uh, you will see uh, a little bit of a teaser trailer. So today we're going to talk about um, a couple of news items that I that I saw, and that uh, John and I. There's a lot of bad stuff here. If you look at the news, like we have, uh, like everybody else in the city, we have uh, everything is always now. Fox now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, you know they they breaking, breaking news. news. <laughs> yes, right. and, and I always look at it. Right. And the thing that really pisses me off about the Lisa local news yeah. is very often what they what they spend their time on is complete and utter shit. And yeah. if you read the crawl down below, it's like, wait a minute, really. You know, Saudi Arabia just killed 50 kids in Yemen because they bombed a school bus. Right. I want to hear about that. Yeah. You know, and I granted it's not local news, but to me that's that's international. It's important because yeah. it was probably, in fact, I don't think probably it was. It was it was you know, it was military equipment they got from us. Sure. So I want to know about that. No, 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 no. We don't hear about that. <laughs> we hear about uh, you know it's uh, uh, you know it's National Taco Day. Yeah. The screw holes and license plates don't quite fit. Yes. You know, it's just yes. amazing. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, but there was a um, uh, each of these news uh, stories sort of spawned a question um, that uh, I'll pose to you, John. Um, uh, entitled this "Ghosted Hotel," uh, and I don't mean ghosts in the hotel. I mean ghosted, like it disappeared. Uh, there, there was a news story, and this is the, these are very recent within the last day uh, that uh, there was a hotel on very close to, but not on Las Vegas Boulevard, very close to um, that went out of business uh, just overnight. And however, they didn't pull or disengage any of their advertising or bookings and they didn't do anything. And it was owned by a corporate company, Redline Hotel uh, to- uh, Hoteliers. Um, and uh, when contacted, they basically said uh, they, the, it's the owner's responsibility. Well, aren't they the owners? I don't know. I don't, it's an interesting thing for, for a corporation to say, but yeah. um, I don't know if it was franchised or not. Uh, but the America's Best Value Inn. Uh, over off of Las Vegas Boulevard uh, near Coco's. And there's a reason I say that. Um, it decided to go out of business and uh, people were still flying in. We're going to stay there. Well, the poor people, of course, stay, you know, they, they come. I don't know if that was their first visit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dr- over dramatize this. Yeah, it could have been yeah. their first visit, but if it wasn't, whatever. But honeymoon trip. Whatever. Yeah, honeymoon trip. The, uh, the, 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 this was their big trip. But either way, they came. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, boarded up. Uh, has uh, has chain link fence around it, and Coco's is right in front of it. Of course, Coco's not affiliated; it just happened to be there. Uh, and so th- uh, these poor people went to Coco's and said, "Where do we check in?" Well, you know, I, I have to hand it to Coco's. There, Coco's is a, uh, a diner basically, yeah. uh, and uh, the 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 general manager there, I'm sure, with the approval of either the franchise owner or the corporate company there, um, they said, "We're going to help these folks out. We're going to let them use the Wi-Fi. We're going to let them use the phones." You know, we'll spot them a cup of coffee and we'll give them a place to be while they're dealing with this because it's 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 horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. 
Uh, and so, so, so good on Cocos. I mean, you know, the, most people would just say, well, too bad, so sad. Uh, but uh, and I'm sure there there could have been some people out there biting their heads off blaming them for it. Exactly. Like, well, you're right next door. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Because well, we put up with that. It's a Venetian. Oh, we did. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the the you know, but but for an entire business to just go out of business like that, very rare for Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Vegas has uh, uh, the the city elders and the infrastructure and everything else. We that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, so it's 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 bad. So it brought up a question: uh, What is in your memory? Uh, John and I are very fortunate. Uh, we we travel extensively, uh, or have, uh, and internationally. What was the worst travel stay you had, and why? Well, I guess I remember uh, on a trip I, I took to Malaysia. M- Malaysia was in, I was on Penang Island, which uh, Georgetown is the is the capital of Penang. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, northern Malaysia, right? It's it's not too far from the southern part of, of Thailand. Yeah. So I'd gotten over there by by minibus. Um, they weren't very welcoming in in Malaysia. The first thing you see when you get on when you cross the border there uh, is a sign, is a big billboard. We have welcome to Las Vegas. Theirs was a hangman's noose, and it just says, <laughs> "Be forewarned: death under Malaysian law for drug trafficking." Which in their, which I came to understand to mean possession. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then you're coming in from Thailand. And what we didn't know at the time coming across in this minibus mm. was that the border was about to close. It was getting on to five o'clock. Well, the, the, the driver knew this. Mm-hmm. The barefoot Thai driver uh, knew that. And he didn't tell any of us, which is why he was going really fast as he approaches the border. Mm-hmm. And the, the border guards see that thinking he's going to make a run for it for yeah. some reason. And out come the machine guns. Right. So they're pointing the machine guns at us as in the, he explains to them, I guess, you know, what, what the issue was. They let us through, right. whatever. So we stayed at, I stayed in this place. It was a Chinese, uh, Malaysia is very interesting culturally because you do have, you have the mix of the, the, of the, of the native Muslims. I mean, you also have a lot of Chinese mm-hmm. and you have, you have even, uh, you have, you have quite a few Indians as well. So I was staying in a, in a, in a, in a flop house, um, owned by Chinese and and there were all kinds of messages How written. How old were you? How old were you? I was twenty six. Okay. Okay. All right, that's better. I, yeah. I can't I can't have you in a flop house at forty. Yeah. 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 So so anyhow so so I'm I'm there in this in this dump, and um and there were notes written by previous uh, travelers and stayers. There were warnings written on written on the table and on the wall and everything. Careful. There's there's holes in the wall because it was you know it was wood and there was knots in it. And they saw eyeballs parent it. Women would write this. <laughs> so they filled up the holes with toothpaste. So you go look around there and you could spot it, just like putty, you know, in the wall. Oh, Jesus, look at that. So there's all kinds of notes. I like, warning, they, they, they come in your room and they, they steal things or whatever. So anyhow, okay, I got to be careful, you know, and, and everything. So I get into bed at night. And while I'm, while I'm sleeping, the bed collapses. It just falls apart because it was an old-fashioned bed. It had, the, it had the box spring on top of wooden slats. And it was those wooden slots that were just rotten and gave away. So, boom, it, it collapses. So I'm kind of at an angle, like being on, on, a, on, a, on one of those decline bench presses. Uh-huh. And, another, and I just said, oh, fuck it, because I've been drinking, and I don't feel like getting up and, and trying, to, trying to fix this bed, which is broken anyway. So, anyhow, I stayed in that bed for three days. Wow. You know yeah. that, that, scene, uh, the, uh, the, that scene in uh, Apocalypse Now? Where it's a slow, he's he's staring at the ceiling fan, you know. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, it was uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and he's in that room, yeah. and it's you know maybe 
six by six room yes. and an old cot and yeah. he's staring at the uh, the ceiling fan yes. probably contemplating why, why, why he's he, there. Why he's there. Yes, that, that's exactly. exactly what you just described. Yeah. However, yeah. I have to say to all the people that came and complained to us for whatever minute, ridiculous reason, yeah. listen to the story John just told. Okay. Your pillow isn't comfortable enough. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Suck it up, people. Yeah. Well, the, my worst one by no means as bad. Um, um, I had two travel experiences that come to mind when people ask me that. My most recent one was in Naples. Uh, and, and it wasn't as far as it regards the hotel stays. We actually were quite nice. Uh, I stayed in Venice and I stayed in Rome and traveled to Naples. Um, what people don't know about Naples, and I, and I will tell them this all the time, every day, twice on Sundays, it is, it is literally the home of the mob. The Italian mob is there now. And it is a den city pit of thieves. And when you're there, unfortunately, Pompeii, that's how to get to Pompeii and, and look at the ruins of Pompeii. Uh, a fantastic place to visit as far as the Pompeii ruins. But Naples, you literally feel like, like you're in a, in a desert you have no water, you're dying, and the buzzards are circling over you waiting to steal something from you. I mean, you feel them, and you see them. You see them watching you get on these, these local trains, which are just awful. Um, and, and, and so it was, it was just a horrendous experience. I'm not a small guy. I was with a guy that was even bigger than myself. And, and, and we both were, you know, had our heads in a swivel. It was a horrible feeling. So Naples, you're awful. You're awful, awful people. No, I, it, just, just the people that are, that are part of the mob there. But, and I'm going to get a lot of calls. And in fact, I think, <laughs> I think Fred, uh, Fred, our friend Fred probably has uh, ancestors in Naples. Uh, but uh, the, my worst one where it had to do with a hotel stay was um, my honeymoon uh, in Florida. Uh, we booked a hotel. I don't even remember what it was. It's probably closed or burned down. Um, but uh, we, everything was booked and so on and so forth. And it was um, uh, in Key West, uh, which is a great place to go. Uh, when we got there, uh, we checked in. Everything seemed to be normal, uh, and it was a it was a single level outside access hotel. Uh, well, the door didn't lock, didn't have a lock, and there were palmetto bugs and and cockroaches the size of your head. Um, there was no comforter on the bed; it was just a sheet, and no AC. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. And so uh, I'm a pretty easy traveler, but but I need the door to lock, I need a bathroom, and I need the bed to be complete. And Well, and obviously no bugs or, or creatures, you know, while I'm sleeping. Uh, and so uh, we went to the front desk and said, here's all these problems. And the bugs were, bu- by the way, alive and dead. So <laughs> there was a mixture of, I don't know, and some were eating the other bugs and it was horrible. So we went to the front desk. They had no solution. Well, we don't have comforters um, because it's so hot here. O- okay. Uh, well, w- we were going to install that lock uh, probably in the next couple of days. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. yeah. And the bugs, the bugs are normal. We'll come and get those later. So, needless to say, the 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 bag never we never broke the seal on the bag, and we got in our in the car and 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 good on Holiday Inn because we went to Holiday Inn, 
uh, and they told them the story and they saw the desperation in our eyes and they actually gave us a, a lovely upgraded room over the water. It was very nice. So, so thank you holiday. And uh, the, uh, the, what was it? <laughs> 27 years ago, this happened, but, uh, I still count that as the number one worst travel thing. Yeah. Uh, that's, and, that's terrible. And other, and for that to happen. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. here, I mean, you kind of expect that. And, oh yeah. But uh, Cosmopolitan, I have a lot of friends at Cosmo. Yeah. Uh, John and I. It's a nice place. Yeah, it's a nice place. Uh, 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 Parking blows, but parking blows everywhere. Uh, They do charge for parking. Bad, bad on Cosmo. Bad Cosmo. Yeah. Uh, But uh, they're just following suit. Plus, they're dead center, so they can make some revenue there. They're also attached to a... Uh, uh, <laughs> you can go to Vidara, right? I mean, Vidara doesn't have... I mean, it's all valet parking. Right. So you're going to pay anyway. You may right. as well give it to the valet guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Cosmo, a lot of people don't know about Cosmo, is they also have this strange relationship and back, back of the house uh, alleyway entrance to Jockey Club, which is just this half-assed yeah. uh, a timeshare that my family, uh, the, my, my wife's family has been involved in uh, for, for many, many years. Well, uh, Jockey Club refused to um, cooperate and contribute to all the new infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, and so Cosmo was like, oh, here's a finger for you, yeah. and we'll give you this this smelly alley laundry room exit uh, yeah. and entrance. Yeah. And, and you know, when we worked at the Venetian, there were three cases of Legionnaire's disease at the Jockey yes. Club. They didn't want people to know that. Yes. But that usually comes from, you know, yeah. uh, basically dirty uh, air conditioning right. uh, filters. Yeah, don't change, yeah. You know? like uh, like half Grotto at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but Cosmo, uh, Cosmo is a great place. Lots of fun to go. Uh, a little pricey, a little pricey. Great clubs. Yeah. I was recently there. The buffet there is good, too. Buffet is good. Got to wait in line, though. Well, yeah. So if you're local, I, I, yeah. I think DM is... is we almost it's had to wait in line to get into the studio, John. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know. but uh, I was recently, yeah, lines, absolutely lines. I was speaking of lines. I was uh, uh, going there for a, um, uh, I had a commercial shoot there and um, uh, I had forgotten what, what a, the, what the dregs of humanity, <laughs> they come out during pool season. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, at Cosmo, for for their pool, they um, uh, they have to have the people in the hotel, in the casino and restaurant area, before they go out into the pool area, and they have to check in. And uh, it's it's just it, it the humanity that comes in, and I and I was actually very close to the line, and hearing all the all the stories of the VIPs. You know the girls with the with the big boobies and telling the guys, well, here's here's why I should get in. You know I don't have any advanced reservations. I'm not going to give you a tip, but but I'm I'm hot and you should let me in. Which which they probably got in. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a guy, don't even try it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You you need to strip out a hundred dollars and hope you can get in. But back to the Cosmo. Cosmo is opening uh, something relatively new as far as a concept. I wouldn't say it's you know the ultimately new, but. They're opening up, uh, John, a, a block of restaurants all at one time. And the Cosmo op- owns the space, but they're inviting all these restaurants in to open at this one time. What's opening very soon, August 30th, I believe. It's called Block 16 Urban Food Hall. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and now, th- are these regular restaurants are going to be more fast food? Counter like? service. They're going to call, they're called mm-hmm. counter service. Uh, and I'm using the term actually from, from uh, uh, I've been doing a lot of research on uh, Disney World uh, uh, because that's how, what they refer to it as. They, the table service, counter service, snacks. This is going to be a counter service, meaning that you go up 
and uh, you, well, you can go up and get it at the counter. I believe they're going to have a smattering of table service, but it's going to be very small. They're 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 sort of like whole, little holes in the wall. Uh, but um, uh, here are here's the list of restaurants currently. Hattie B's Hot Chicken, which is um, uh, a Louisiana style hot chicken. Hot chicks or hot chicken? Hot chicken, okay. chicken. Yes, birds, okay. birds. Okay. Um, uh, 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 New Orleans style. Uh, spicy. Nice. Uh, I find it very interesting because they also have the Blue Ribbon restaurant, which is known for their chicken. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dueling chickens here. Yeah. So style. so apparently I, they they didn't have the contract. No other chicken place. <laughs> so, uh, but Hattie B's hot chicken. I I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit more high end than a Popeyes. Although, yeah, let's hope so. Although I can't. I don't have a problem with Popeyes. I've never, you know. I never dined. They, they did. They had their conference once in Venetia. I remember that. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, and of course, you can see uh, Floyd uh, Money Mayweather there over at Popeyes. Yeah, here, that's here in Vegas. True. Uh, Lardo. I know nothing about Lardo. Doesn't sound good. Yeah, Lardo. <laughs> right. Uh, Pock Pock Wing. I don't know that one. Sounds either. chicken also. Yes. Doesn't it? Uh, well, it's uh, Vietnamese. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the Tekka Bar hand rolls and uh, and and. Um, uh, sake. Yeah. Uh, they it's a Japanese. And Japanese. Yeah. Uh, uh, d- now, this one's an interesting title. Uh, their marketing must be very strange. District colon donuts period sliders period brew period. That's their title. Hmm. Yeah, that's an expensive neon sign right there. Uh, but district donuts sliders brew. So donuts, uh, sliders, and beer. Yeah, I kind of don't think that beer and donuts go together. I mean, that's kind of not my pe- yeah. pr- uh, preferred junk food pairing. Yeah. Um, one or the other. Now, have you? I had a friend. I, ha- I had a friend that used in college, uh, Big B, uh, beer floats. Couldn't get enough of them. Really? Beer floats. No. It, it's disgusting. Now I saw they had a Mr. Donut um, chain in in Japan, mm-hmm. which apparently they said was from the East Coast. I've never seen one. I mean, I've been to Boston. I see a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. I never saw a Mr. Donut. Uh, but they had them all throughout Japan, mm-hmm. and they had a, a huge one in in uh, Shinjuku section of Tokyo, and it was a two story donut shop. Um, and people would say, "Well, where would you take people if they come from America to Japan?" One place I said, "I take them to see Mr. Donut, just because they've never seen a donut shop like this one." Yeah. The second floor was was donuts. I mean, it was regular donuts. It was really gussied up. Then there was a spiral staircase that went downstairs, and in between the spiral staircase was a um, was like a merry-go-round horse that kept going up and down. You couldn't ride it, but it, right. anyhow, it was there. But downstairs was a bar. Okay. It was a full bar. Yeah. So so you could there get donuts and then go downstairs and yeah. and and have you know a beer, scotch and water, whatever it is you want, sake. Um, like I said, I I wouldn't do that. It's either one or the other. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I can sake. You know, sake. I'm not as I've said before many times. I'm not a drinker at all. I don't drink. Yeah. But sake, the smell of sake truly smells like kerosene. Oh, it is. I mean, I yeah. drank stuff that in Japan that I said, son of a bitch, this is going to my kerosene heater next time because it was cheap. Exactly. You can get cheap sake and it is. It's like one grade above like gasoline. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. like uh, Everclear. Yeah. And the worst yeah. hangover ever. Oh, yeah. Is, in fact, I used to get hangovers before I even went to sleep on 
some of that cheap sake. Mm. I used to buy it in a milk carton. Oh my god! They would sell it by the quart for like uh, you know equivalent of like like two dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh. never again. Yeah, sweet. the pairing of alcohol and sweets I always found it can work. Yeah. But it also can't work. You know, yeah. beer floats. If you really, and sake, you really have that desire to drink Southern Comfort, you get both. You get the sweetness right. and you get that. Right. And and then you'll get the the. The nice package of hang- hangover in the morning. Yeah, comes D- with yeah, it, yeah, and the immediate DTs. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so District Donut Sliders and Brew, uh, we're, uh, the Cosmo, uh, the B- Block 16 Urban Foods. Uh, Ghost Donkey, this is a New York firm. Oh, that's firm. interesting. That's Ghost Donkey. Uh, it is a mezcal uh, tequila bar. Oh. Yeah. I Now, I, in all of my travels, and I've spent... Mescaline or mezcal? Mezcal. Okay, yes. well, all right. The mescaline is probably uh, more for Caesars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the the mezcal, I've never seen a mezcal bar, and I've traveled. I have unfortunately traveled the the the, the lengths and breadths of Mexico. Yeah. Um, I've never seen one that is dedicated to mezcal. Mm. So ghost donkey, very interesting. Uh, so and and from what I understand or what I can tell from the um, uh, the overhead map. Uh, of the Cosmo uh, Block 16 Urban Food Hall is they have a couple three spaces left, uh, so they're gonna there's gonna leave room for expansion. Um, uh, but uh, brought up the question, uh, not necessarily in Las Vegas, but I, you know it'd be great if you could think of one in Las Vegas. What was your best and worst dining? Let's do best. What was your best dining experience ever? Now keeping in mind, folks, that I am currently. Um, vegan, vegetarian, whatever the yeah, hell the definition yeah. is nowadays. And John, John is John is a veteran. Yeah. Uh, although, although I do, I do, I do eat seafood on occasion. Yes, so as do I. Yes. I like a good salmon. So, um, yes. And speaking of good salmon, one of the best I ever had hmm. was at Postrio. At the now, part of it was I didn't have to pay for it. Wolfgang it was Puck, yeah. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> nothing better than free food. <laughs> nothing John. better than free food. But I will <laughs> say, of the restauranteurs in in the Venetian when we worked when we worked there, yeah, Wolfgang Puck was 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 always very gracious towards us. I mean, the fact that we got a free dinner at yeah. Postrio, which a lot of the other places didn't. Every now and then they'd send something down a pizza or something like that. Right. And, and it's not that that we oh we'll pay them back with yeah yeah you need to go here. Uh, maybe they'll give us some more free stuff. Is that we actually got the taste and say hey this is really good. Yeah. And I remember this. The only my only complaint about the salmon that they served there was it was so good. They served it in a parchment paper mm-hmm. that you tore open. It was so good. It, it just set the bar too high. And every time I have it, I said, "Well, this is really good salmon, but it doesn't beat Postrios." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so that would be right near the 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 top. You know, I I have to go to Vegas for my best. Um, uh, the, the, in in memory, again, you know, we've we've uh, John and I have had wonderful opportunities being concierge, uh, and then continuing on past that. Uh, but um, uh, I have good friends, uh, and yes, it it, it it was complimentary as well. But uh, Bouchon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. in the Venetian. Yes. In the Venetian, John. Wow. I'm going with the best of the Venetian. Uh, but Bouchon, uh, Bouchon also has bakery. Bouchon yes. has the Bouchon Bakery in New York and Rockefeller Center. Uh, French Laundry, Chef Thomas Keller. Yes, Thomas Keller. Great That's guy. Northern California. Yeah, Northern California. Yonville. Fantastic guy. Uh, I, I, I work uh, a lot for the Bouchon restaurant. Um, and of all the celebrity chefs that I have met, which I have met quite a few, uh, Chef Keller over there at Bouchon, um, he, he, uh, gracious is a good word. 
yeah. uh, gracious and very accommodating, amenable to to anything going on. Uh, and uh, uh, one of the things that I do for them uh, biannually, uh, he does a, a VIP dinner service. He also does a holiday service. Uh, and um, uh, I'm always amazed that by the number of people that that want his his autograph and pictures with him and he is always so nice about it you know and they they just lines and lines of people and he'll stand there and and, and be uh you know just a buddy with him or whatever but bouchon uh uh i had soup to nuts uh meal there one time and it was uh they have uh, amazing uh cheese boards and uh and curated meats and charcuterie and it, it, it just just as an opener that was fantastic uh, but um, uh, the, I had I had the lamb shanks uh, I had a tasting of the osabuco and uh, it, it's a light French uh, but they, they they traveled out you know and, and got different Italian meals as well uh, but um, uh, I had escargot sweetbreads uh, it, it was just all masterfully prepared uh, the sauces I like I like the sauces in French uh, cuisine. This was back before I I, I, I disavowed meat, um, and then of course the 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 desserts are are a year's worth of calories, but well worth yeah, it for that yeah. evening. Uh, and service was impeccable. You know, just enough. They 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 were they they weren't on you, and you didn't have to find them. And they had that that sweet spot of coming back. It was so so that was that was my best. Um, now worst. Oh. What was your worst? Now, worst, uh, uh, you know, we've all had bad McDonald's and Arby's and Taco Bell's, and, we, and that that's not restaurants to me. When when you sit down and enjoy a meal, you're being you're being it's being prepared and you're being served it. What was your worst? Well, when I was a kid, uh, by kid I mean I was, I was like twelve. We took a family vacation, and and I remember we stopped off at Lake Charles, Louisiana, on the way somewhere. We just gone through New Orleans. Mm. And there was a diner. My dad always thought, you know, oh, it's a diner. It's home-cooked food. Well, you know, yeah, it could be. And, and it could be just complete, utter shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we go in this place, and they have these, the women there who were the, I guess, the back then they called them waitresses. Uh-huh. And they're sitting around playing cards. We're the only customers in the place. So the the chef or the cook, I should say, comes out of the kitchen there and and... And uh, she looks over at the at the at us, and then she looks at the waitresses sitting there playing cards. And the waitress has stringy hair and a cigarette dangling out of her mouth. Remember back then, there was no smoking laws. <laughs> right. And she yells at him. She says, "Eloise, go serve these here people." And Eloise just slowly turns with that cigarette hanging out of out of her mouth. And goes, "I will after this hands over." <laughs> so she finished playing cards and came over, and then just said, "What do y'all want?" Wow. You know, and, and, you know, with the cigarette there and the ashes flinging on there. Yeah. And the food was every bit as bad as the, as the service, as it turned out. That's, that's one that, 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 you know, again, I can remember. Can't tell you the name of the place. You know, it's, it was just way too long ago. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure uh, one of the hurricanes of, that have passed through there, um, you know, one of the positive effects of, of climate change will be maybe it put that place out of business. So. Right, right. Gosh, you know, I got to thinking about it. And um, as I was writing some notes for this show, uh, and there was a restaurant, and 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 I cannot remember its name, uh, but but it, it's in Las Vegas. 
I don't believe it's still here anymore. And it was a, an Italian restaurant, a basic Italian restaurant. Chicken parm, lasagna, spaghetti, yeah, and yeah. so on and so forth. Olive Garden, but privately. Yeah, made. American yeah. Italian food. So to, uh, they, they, I don't know if they were struggling and wanted to try a new concept or if they just wanted to try a new concept, but they decided to, two nights a week, turn it into a different restaurant. And in this case, it was a churrascaria, which is a which is a Brazilian restaurant uh, known for meat. Uh, mm. And we have one here that is outstanding. I, I always want to go there on my birthday. It's hard now, but but it's uh, Texas de Brazil or Tejas de Brazil. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's the type of restaurant where it's Rhodesian, uh, and they they. Uh, they bring around you put you you turn your little button over to green and they come around with the meat and they slice the meat and they give you the meat and they have this brilliant sal- salad bar and wonderful sides it's it's a, it's a wonderful meal uh, it's over uh, town square uh, yeah. just down the street from uh, Mandalay Bay on Las Vegas Boulevard well this little restaurant tried to do that and I I already knew I was not gonna like it because I, I'm not a huge fan of Groupon I think it's uh, I think it's kind of scammy. Uh, I, you never get a good deal to me, and they lock you in. You know, once you buy it, you're screwed. You got you got. Well, the thing that gets me is the way they harass me. I get yes. Groupon oh emails God. every almost like three or four a day at least, right. and I don't even look at them. I just I just delete them. Yeah. So we went to this restaurant, and and uh, I'm going to skip to the end first. Um, you know, I, I I they were so nice. I've never had the service was was awful. Yeah. The food was was just short of tomain. I mean, it was Ugh. just awful, uh, and it was poorly cooked, poorly presented, poorly served. Um, the, they they put on like like infl- inflatable decorations, trying to make this look, you know, uh, like the like the real ones. Um, and yet they were so nice. Yeah, they weren't rude. Bad. They were, you know. And I told them at the end, I said, you know, I. I we stopped. We couldn't do it anymore. We we said no. This th- this is really bad, and and we have to have our money back. And then they gave us our money back, but but that really was the worst. And it, that, I mean, I'd never had something so universally, globally bad, and yet I I walked out not wanting to light the place on fire. Yeah. Because they were so nice. Yeah. They were yeah. And, and they were just and you could tell they were just desperately trying to try a new concept or to bolster their their you know table settings. Yeah. 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 And they, and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Now it's interesting. I, I've been to a lot of really great restaurants in other countries. It was kind of surprising. So I've been to some some fantastic Italian restaurants in Manila. Now they're owned by Italians. Um, they just expats, whatever. And what's nice there is that. It, it, the, the restaurants are expensive by Philippine standards, but they're not expensive by our standards by any stretch. Right. So you basically get a really high-end Italian dinner yeah. and pay an Olive Garden price, basically. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so a Moroccan food, uh, which was which was outstanding. I hadn't had it before. Yeah. Uh, I ha- I knew someone who lived in when I was in Dubai, and I knew someone who lived there. Goes, I'll take you to this Moroccan restaurant. All right, and that was great. Um, and Indian food in Japan. Mm. Again, it was it was uh, you know they're not Japanese chefs there. Yeah, uh, it's 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 owned. Uh, in fact, this case the chef was actually from Pakistan, mm-hmm. but I did have an Indian uh, national one time. He goes, yeah, well, you know, th- they're great chefs there in Pakistan. Wow. So best yeah. Chinese restaurant I've ever been to was was in a in a little back alley. 
uh, area in right behind the Trevi Fountain in Rome. Best Chinese restaurant I've ever seen in my life and had in my life. We went there on, on the trip to Rome. We went there three times. Wow. Yeah. And they had like, they had the, um, uh, if anybody who's ever been to a Japanese restaurant, they have a small hot sake. They give you a little pitcher, little tiny pitcher, and then a, and the, the sake class. And it was like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I, but but it, it, it's amazing what you find. You know, I mean, yeah. the, the home of Italian cuisine, and I'm eating at an Italian restaurant behind the Trevi Fountain. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, when I was in China, it dawned on me. See, they don't have Chinese restaurants in China. They just have restaurants because they're all Chinese <laughs> restaurants, right? You know what they call yeah. Brazil nut in Brazil, Dan? <laughs> yeah. So, so, and the food there was, was, was fabulous, I thought, yeah. in a lot of these places. But it was different. I mean, it wasn't like we think of when you think of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, well, what do you have? I said, well, I don't know. It was just it was vegetables and and uh, some kind of a, a sauce on it, yeah. or it was just steamed rice and something else and some fish. Um, but it was just really really good. And yeah. and you know, uh, uh, there's so many restaurants that they have there. I was with a colleague in Beijing who was Chinese. She's from from Beijing, and we were in a restaurant. And they gave the menus out. Well, the menus were only in Chinese. But, hey, I could read Japanese. And the kanji is very similar. And they right. pronounce it differently. Mm-hmm. But I can look at a menu, as I learned in Japan. And I can't read everything. But but I know enough to say, well, that's vegetables and that's fish mm-hmm. and that's meat. And then I can kind of guess at what kind of fish it is, whether it's a shellfish or another kind. And maybe I need a little help other than that. But at least it gets me on the right road. Right. I know I, if I order something there or I point to it, I kind of have an idea what's coming. But one of the dish I know, I don't know what that is. So I asked my colleague, I said, I don't know what this is. She goes, oh, you don't want that. <laughs> well, but, but what is it? Well, that's donkey. Oh. And I thought, donkey? I mean, I hadn't even thought of it. They had donkeys in China, right? I mean, of course mm. they do. Donkeys everywhere. <laughs> but but I didn't expect it. I said, people really eat donkey? Yeah. She said, no, no, they don't. But this restaurant, not really. Not most people don't eat donkey. Yeah. But But they put it on their menu so they stand out to other restaurants mm-hmm. oh that's the restaurant that serves donkey well nobody really orders it but nevertheless they serve it because mm-hmm. they the, the, to the chinese there that you know they they find that as kind of as as repulsive of the idea and, and who knows maybe donkey sure. tastes good but there's there, there's a there's a there's a prejudice against because you haven't had it right well yeah, yeah. italy in general uh but specific pockets of it um they specialize in horse yeah. And, and, oh, in and, Japan too. Yeah. That was a, that's a delicacy to eat horse meat. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I just I, I, I meat aside, I, I I just couldn't. You know, and I, I tasted couldn't. it when yeah. I was in was, Japan. Yeah, really? raw raw horse meat. Oh wow. Tartar, yeah. Horse tartar. Yeah, yeah. And and I tasted it. Just yeah. let me. I guess I got. I have a chance to taste. it. I used to give it to my dog. You know, yeah. horse, and I tasted it. Well, it tastes like roast beef. That that's what it rem- my yeah. memory of it was. You yeah. know, all those years. Geez, this tastes like. And everything else tastes like chicken. <laughs> it does. You know? Even rattlesnake. I've had yeah. gre- it tastes like greasy chicken. Then, then I would just say, then did you just eat chicken? Yeah. But John, we're, we're coming back to Vegas for, for a big I told you so. Yeah. Not you, but I told yeah. everybody. Um, uh, we reported uh, on the last show, I believe, um, that the third uh, quarter was uh, going to be expectedly bad in Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and then the fourth, they were, they were shuddering in their boots to think what was going to happen. Well, it was. Yeah, third quarter was horrendous. Uh, and now on Vegas standards, anytime Vegas goes downward in a, in a, in a pattern, yeah. uh, everybody worries. Wall Street, you know, gets involved. Oh, those yeah, and uh, things change, and and no longer there, there, there's a, and used to be it's like eh, you know, it was a blip. 
um, it's not a blip anymore uh, because because Wall Street got involved. They're like, wait a minute, uh, markets adjusted. Uh, the Nikkei adjusted. I mean, things adjusted when, when the third quarter numbers were, were spit out there. Uh, and the, the majors, uh, MGM Resorts International, Caesars and Harrah's, uh, and the Boyd Group, of course, which is local uh, to, to us here, but they, they're, they're a powerhouse. Um, uh, they, they're all kind of, they just... Uh, they, they, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to come, they especially don't want to be on camera. Uh, but uh, there, there's rumblings. And, and there is a thing in, in Las Vegas called the, the REVPAR, which is Revenue Per Available Room. Uh, and that, that is not a gaming uh, 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 an issue. It's not a gaming issue. It's strictly how much people are spending to, uh, within, uh, for each room. Yeah. Uh, and uh, gaming is a whole separate calculation. What's it's down four percent. Mm. That's big. That's yeah. a big deal for Las Vegas. Um, and however, uh, John and I were talking about this in the pre-show. Um, the reaction, Wall Street, of course, you know, numbers go down. You know, stock prices go down. Uh, it's a typical reaction of Wall Street and the markets. S and P, you know, went down. Um, however, the reaction uh, front line is laughable. Because and and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal John's line. What they've done in reaction to this sluggish, if not negative, third quarter, is to lower the room rates. And John, well, I'm gonna let you say what your reaction was. Well, they're turning it into every other city in the world. Every other city, you in know the world. that, yes. and, and that's that's so what Las Vegas wasn't. Yes. Las Vegas was the rooms were cheap. They gave away rooms. They gave away food. And then you spent your money, a lot of money. On other things, on games, on shows, or whatever, and you went out and you partied and you had fun. Mm-hmm. That started to change, really. You know, when you think about the Venetian, because the room was comfortable, and the idea was those were for conventioneers, right. and we saw that too. People were pissed off that they couldn't watch the Sopranos in their room because the Venetian is a five-star hotel, doesn't have HBO. Well, neither does the Bellagio either. Right. But people were surprised by that. They expected that. Well, no, of course they don't, because if you're watching the Sopranos in your room, you're not out spending money. So that was kind of like where they planted that seed, mm-hmm. you know, but now, yes, they're, they're trying to become everybody else where the room rates are kind of high. They charge for parking. They nickel and dime you and every, every chance they can to they have to ream you, they'll, will do it. Yeah. You know, and, and back in the day, well, the day, I mean, you know, we're talking five years ago, yeah. you know, um, uh, we, we accepted Las Vegas's attempts to keep you gambling in each house, uh, they they would they would you know keep it a little chilly so you keep awake. Uh, they would make all these lovely smells and, and fragrances that would, would would entice you to do one thing or another if you believe in aromatherapy. Uh, they would make the hallways very difficult. There, you know, the signage is is just enough, just in case there's a fire you need to get out. Otherwise, you're lost in the casino. Uh, they put uh, machines everywhere. They put tables everywhere. They 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 make it very easy to spend money, and we were okay with that because that's the game. You know, they're 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 a business. They need to make money, and they need to make money to pay our taxes because we don't pay state taxes. Well, now they then they and all the extras were free. The drinks. And the, the, the buffet lost leaders and the parking and so on and so forth. Now they've taken all that away. It's no longer a deal. And that's what the people today are wanting. What's the first thing you would do? What's the first thing? First thing, in reaction I, I think, to this? I mean, uh, I, I think what we need is a human sacrifice. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, honestly, uh, take them out to the desert, either, either or both Adelson and Steve Wynn, the ones who started this mm. latest incarnation, and sacrifice them and 
hope for good fortune. But yeah. no, it would be, again, to make Las Vegas a reason to come here, not just any other city. Yeah. There, there are many reasons to go to New York yeah. um, uh, and, and other places in San Francisco. Um, you know, Las Vegas, it was basically, it was that, you know, it was, it was a party town. Yeah. You know, it was a festival of fools like they had in the Middle, in the middle Ages, um, but year round. And you can come here for the weekend and what happens here stays here, whatever, and spend all your money having a good time. Right. And it's gotten away from that. It has. It has. And, and I think that if you, if you can't speak, if, they, if the bean counters can't speak on the revenue and the positive aspects of what they've done, uh, they can absolutely speak on the negative response that it's had, uh, parking and drinks and everything else. Uh, all of that uh, has been to increase revenue, and they say that it has increased revenue. But one thing that can be can be logged in are the number of complaints that are happening. Yeah, social social media, uh, all of the content streams—they're all complaining about it one way or another. I mean, if you look at TripAdvisor, which you know I actually do, you know when I travel to talk you know, to hear what is the banter, what is, what is the talk about it. Everybody's talking about this, you know, uh, so the, the, there has been a documented social media negative response to all this that has to be paid attention to. Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem to understand the, the psychology of the consumer. Yeah. You can go ahead and say, well, we dropped the room rates. It's ninety nine dollars. Uh, that's great. But when you when you tack on a t- even twenty dollar um, resort fee and it's usually higher than that, yeah. people, that's what p- pisses people off. Just charge them one hundred twenty bucks. You'll be happy. That's still a good rate. But but you say wait a minute wait a minute you're 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 being sneaky mm-hmm. you're you're adding something on what's this resort fee well that's for using it I don't want to use that those those facilities mm-hmm. I'm not using those um, I, I feel like I'm getting I'm getting ripped off here yeah you know that 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 you're being dishonest and that's what they don't like they don't like the dishonesty yeah I mean I, you know I'm not going to you know with with my you know uh, disdain for the general public I'm not going to say that they're they're generally smart about travel or about anything else but I will say that they know they're f- when they feel like they're getting ripped off you know even even the 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 dimmest person you know know has that feeling like wow I'm being taken advantage of you know, and that's what Las Vegas is doing. I absolutely agree with you, John. Okay. Well, so I told you so, but I don't want to. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be right about this. You know, I, I think John and I and, and all of the all the, the the residents here, we want Vegas to be successful, and we're mad at them uh, for doing this. Uh, you know, whether it's a preparatory response for. Um, uh, the Raiders coming in uh, or, or the success of the Golden Knights and we're starting to be a major market sports uh, city, it doesn't matter. You, they're, 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 they're ruining what Vegas used to be. Yeah, people used to come here to bet on football games in other places. Yes. So, yes. Um, and because, and you know, f- traveling on business oftentimes coming in uh, March Madness during the, 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 the college, mm-hmm. you know, basketball tournament. Yeah. Um, and even the Super Bowl, we will sell out. There are more people come to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, even though it's not played here. Yeah. To, 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 to gamble for the, for the parties That's and everything. Right. That was a reason to come here. Yeah. You, well, if you p- play the game here now. Uh, I know. I know. Well, yeah, uh, even the America's best value in will sell out. Yeah, and that sort of cryptic deal that Las Vegas has has brokered with the NBA for online gambling. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I read the articles and, 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 and I'm a relatively savvy person. I didn't understand a thing they were talking about. You know, I, I didn't understand who's getting money and what, what has been approved and why, you know, because I, 
as far as I understood it, um, uh, all these years, I could have went and bet on basketball. I, you know, I, 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 I don't know what's been brokered. Yeah, and, and, and something is missing there. Just the fact that when you go to the sports book, and you and you bet on something, you know, even even if it's the even if it's a horse racing, yeah. there's an excitement there. It's just fun to sit there in the yeah. group. And and watch it on TV or cheer or yay I won that race or I lost or watch the games mm-hmm. and have a couple of beers or whatever and you sit there and it's it's social yeah. uh, and and it's fun even if even if you lost money right uh, there's always a chance that you won't but whatever you had a, you had a good time I don't see that I'm just gonna lay it down a bet virtually and stay home yeah yeah so so John quick question on uh, as we close out the right. the I told you so there um, uh, what's the most you've ever spent on a hotel night. And uh, include even if you're being paid for, you know, because John, uh, John often, John and yeah. I both are, are sometimes get paid, you know, our, yeah. our rooms are taken yeah. care of. I, I'd mentioned before that the, the most I ever paid on it for a ticket, an airline ticket, was $10,000, mm-hmm. which was um, San Francisco to Dubai round trip on Emirates Air, which That's is astounding. business class. That's yeah. astounding. But yeah, and again, it's, 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 it was bad management on that company's part mm-hmm. that, they, that they decided at the height of their holiday season to have me go to uh, Dubai on, on really one day's notice. They, they called me Wednesday after in really? the, af, after 5 p.m. Wednesday and asked if I could go Friday. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so I said, okay. And, you know, the company policy was any flight over four hours, you can go business class. Well, it's a 16-hour flight from San Francisco. I had to get to San Francisco first. So 16 in the air. 16 in the air. Oh. Yes. Wow. 16 in the air. And 10,000. And basically, now, am I wrong here? Basically... So you can lay vertically. Yeah, is that the really the only? Plus? Yeah, I mean it was it was it was yeah pretty Not much vertically yes, horizontally horizontally, sorry. <laughs> um, and and you got better you know you get more champagne and more drinks and yeah and you know yeah and that was it because the um, the uh, economy was two thousand. And, and I said, well, if you give me eight thousand dollars, I'll sit in the back of the plane. Okay, but I'm arriving in Dubai. Um, leaving Friday morning and it's a 12 hour time difference. So, mm-hmm. Hey, I don't have to set my clock, right? My watch any differently. It's the same. It's just reversed. <laughs> it's right twice a day. <laughs> right. And, and anyhow, by the time I get to the hotel, it's going to be 8 PM, um, or eight or 9 PM Saturday night. And I have to work Sunday because the, the work week in the middle East starts Sunday, goes Sunday through Thursday. They're all Friday, Saturday. So I said, I, I, no, I'm not going to sit in the back of the plane unless you, unless you let me cash it in. I'm entitled to that. God damn it. I'm going to fly business class so I can at least have a, a minimum, uh, you know, a modicum amount of comfort before I have to start work uh, and, and, and have to deal with that for a week. So, you know, okay, fine. Uh, they, that's company policy. So mm. it was $10,000. And they always put me up in a nice hotel. So mm. I, again, I don't remember what I paid there, but it was a lot more than I would have paid on my own. You know, I got to thinking about it, and this was actually a recent number, uh, 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 and it was for a, a, a Disney yeah. sponsored property yeah. and it was over $600 for one night. Now Ooh. all the rest of them were, were lower. I just, Ooh. I got boned on the, on one of their, one of their big nights, but yeah, six bills. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, and that, that's well beyond what I would spend normally. Uh, you know, I, uh, uh my wife is, um, is a superlative sh- travel shopper. I mean, she she's obsessive until she gets every dollar that is that is that it's worth. Uh, but yeah, it was too much. Yeah. Now it's interesting when I go to the, when I go to the Philippines and in in Manila I stay at nice hotels or I had in the past, right. uh, and they're expensive by by Philippine standards. By our standards, not so much. Maybe two two bills, uh-huh. two hundred bucks. Uh-huh. 
Um, but what I found was with Airbnb, it's, it's that you get a lot of real estates are investing in condos and then renting them out. Basically, mm -hmm. that's their business. Um, and I stayed at a place within eyesight of one of these $200 places where I stayed before for $35. And it was bigger because it was a studio. I had a, a separate, basically a separate bedroom with, behind a half wall. So technically it was a studio. Right. It had a little kitchen and it had you know, a shower, even had a washing machine. Um, so, so for $35 and somebody meets you at the door, it's a secure building and everything. So, wow. It, it, you know, the, the only thing that the hotel offered was the, in Manila, they, they often include breakfast, but breakfast services until 10 AM, mm -hmm. which normally speaking is, is fine. Mm -hmm. But when you've been traveling and you know how it is, you arrive and it's midnight and you don't wake up till nine the next morning, it, it's kind of hard to get down there at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So just like, wow, I just lost lost that so that's why you know I've, I've changed now over to to stay in you know airbnb places when i'm in manila wow yeah. okay all right john so we had a great question yes. chet from wordpress uh to round off uh the podcast here uh I, I included this this is actually an older question but i included this kind of kind of leads me into something he said seen any aliens lately and i'm assuming he means the green ones yeah uh, but, uh, um, uh, yes, we have oh. in, in concert with London and Arizona, Las Vegas in the last couple of days have had UFO sightings. Oh, yes. Ours was, uh, ours was specifically in Summerlin again. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, they're, they're freaks out there anyway. So higher elevation and must do something. Uh, yes. There. Yes. So yes, we had one out there and it was a, uh, this, I saw the video of it. It was, it was this, uh, if you've ever seen like the little starlings that move in these yeah. clouds of things, well, it was at night and it was looked like that, except they were like fireflies, but they were clearly larger than that. So and there was no no explanation as of yet, but it happened within the last 20, uh, 36 hours. Uh, Arizona had the same thing. Uh, Arizona also had an American Airlines flight. Uh, there's a conversation between the uh, pilot and the tower. The it was a 55-second recording uh, that I found. Uh, and the pilot basically is saying, did you just see something fly over over us? And the tower was, uh, they, they, they didn't were definitive, but they said, well, uh, we saw something. So that was very interesting. And London had the little firefly things in one of their neighborhoods. So yes, uh, Chet, we, we have had some alien sightings. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, of course, has a great history, you know, with aliens. Yes. Yes. Area 51 and yes. what have you. Well, we have we have aliens of all types. Yeah, still one of the better Las Vegas movies was the, uh, was it called Dave? Oh, uh, Dave, yes. Yes, yeah. 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 Oh, and Paul. Paul. I'm sorry, Paul. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a yeah. common name. Yeah, no, Paul. Sorry, yeah, Paul. talking about Paul. Uh, no, and uh, let's see, uh, uh, Mars Attacks. Yeah, you know, Mars the, Attacks. The, the, they, were, they were in Vegas as well. Yes, the, they, yes. they destroyed Vegas, didn't yes. they? Yes, yeah, and, and was it Perump? Perump. Yes. Yes, Perump. Uh, uh, but uh, no, yeah, we, 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 we always have aliens flying around here. Uh, but as we conclude the show today, um, we are, uh, this is episode 75. We are, we are careening towards episode 100, which I'm thrilled about. Uh, John and I, uh, you know, uh, John has been a fantastic co-host taking over, uh, and uh, the 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 fact that we've done, uh, are heading towards a hundred is is fantastic. Uh, I, I can't be more pleased, and the response to us has been um, uh, surprising. 
uh, and uh, humbling for sure. Um, but uh, we are we are trying to do something special for our 100th. John and I will definitely be there. Julia will hopefully be there. Uh, maybe a couple other people. But um, uh, the I'm just going to tease it because I can't guarantee it. But but I I, I think we are we might be able to do a remote for our podcast uh, for our 100th somewhere in Nevada uh, that is known for aliens. Yes. And 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 serving food. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, stick with us. Uh, a few more. Uh, check back with us uh, for episode 100, and uh, it'll be an alien special. And uh, we'll try to make that fun and uh, educational, and try to find some things that you guys don't know, and be in uh, locations that uh, that some of you may never get to see. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, this. Uh, 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 this has been a fantastic time for us. And uh, again, if you get a chance, go to The Invisible Maybe. That's the, our newest podcast on the Pod Bay Door Network. Uh, and uh, you can check out the, uh, the, the teaser trailer there. And if you like food and politics and tech and gadgets and all kind of stuff that affects us, uh, uh, those of us today, uh, then I think you're going to like that. It's TheInvisibleMaybe.com. Uh, John, thank you so much for being here. Uh, for John, this is Jamie, and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and... Talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com. <laughs>